we welcome into the program from WFAA Channel 8, Joe Trahan. Joe, ah, buddy, we drank the Kool-Aid, and boy, did it get us. Did it get us. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I mentioned to Coach about pulling the reins back, and uh, boy, we, we should have just jumped off the horse altogether <laughs> and just started walking. I mean, jeez. Boy, that was ugly. That was ugly as it gets. Well, we, we went from talking playoffs, 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 and they're playing a bunch of backup quarterbacks to, holy moly, they still can't stop the run, and, and now they got more injuries. And So where are we? Do, do we do we hang in there? And I asked, I asked Glenn earlier, do we give – me, give me hope for the playoffs. I mean, I, I still need a little hope. Well, they're, they're, because it's the NFC East, you're always going to have hope in that respect. <laughs> I mean, this is the most dog-butted, uh, to use a Randy Galloway term, uh, the radio greatness from, from the DFW area, uh, area, to use his term, this is the most dog-butted division we have ever seen in the NFL. So there's going to be hope the entire way through until this thing is done because, oh, by the way, they finish up against the Giants. And if it only takes five or six wins, yeah, there's plenty of hope. But what does it really mean? That's, that's what I think the Cowboys have to try and parse out and figure out. What does it mean for the future? Do you want to set this thing up for when Dak gets back and when everyone gets back healthy? Because that's the one thing. You've got so many people hurt right now that your team is going to improve greatly just by availability alone without doing any moves from the front office. Now, you've got to fix that defense. We know that. But, but still – with you know five starting level offensive linemen down, I mean that that offense should be you know exponentially better, I and mean, that should make Zeke Elliott better. Of course, Zeke is getting all the heat, right? He's making all that money, money, and he only got thirty yards, thirty-two yards in the last game. But I think a lot of that changes when a lot of those guys come back healthy. Joe, let me ask you this: I, I, We're sitting here talking, and it looks like with the Cowboys game being moved back till Monday now there's a possibility that the Ravens have had four more cases today I mean do you think they could kick this uh, you know this Cowboys Ravens game back even further than that and if they do will that help the injury situation any well coach that's funny that was the the first thing I thought about and so being like how far could they push it back right do they do they have to stop at Tuesday or or, or can they push it back even further and then push back the next game's week to Monday or Tuesday? I think with where the NFL is right now, in terms of what is a COVID outbreak in the league now, that's what we're dealing with, right? I think all bets are off in terms of scheduling. They just want to get these games in anyway, anyhow. So I do think they could push it back, and that, that can help some of the minor nicks and scrapes, but that's not going to get you Cam Irving uh, or Zach Martin back. And I think that's the biggest issue. Coach, you know better than anybody. It all starts up front. And when they can't get it done up front, when you these guys aren't even replacement level um, in terms of your both your tackles right now. And when you don't have repra- replacement level, what do you expect? I mean, there's no protection there. There's no real running lanes. And I know people are giving heat because of that fourth down pass play to C.D. Lamb. But I'm sure that, you know, I'm sure that as an offensive staff, they're thinking, look, we can't get any push with these guys. I mean, it's just not there. And so that's why they made that play. It forces you to make decisions that you wouldn't otherwise make. 
because that offensive line is so bad. Well, I think that's what Tom asked, and we were talking about earlier in the show, was, hey, where, where are you going to go get some extra offensive linemen at? And I said, off of somebody else's practice squad. No, oh, by the way, they're on that practice squad for a reason. So. For a reason. Yeah, that's right. right. Hey, Joe, let me yeah. ask you, too, the, 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 the second fourth down call, uh, did, did I, I know you heard McCarthy's explanation for why they called that at that point in the game. Did, did you get that to make any sense, or was it just me that kind of went, what did he just say with a look that mm. I just smelled a really bad fart? I was like, what? What did he just <laughs> say? No, you, we already need the Jerry whisperer to figure out what Jerry Jones says. Right. You needed the McCarthy McCarthy whisperer right there because that made zero sense. It was a bad call. I don't know who's, you know, Bones Fossil has been making some really good calls the past few weeks. So did, did, did McCarthy give him too much leash? Did he give him too much rope and he ended up hanging himself? Is that what happened? I would say, yeah. I mean, it was awful. In fact, that might be one of the worst calls I have ever seen on any level of football, period. Period. You you can you can go. I can talk to some peewee coaches who wouldn't do that because you, you got one chance to make that call that deep in your territory. It didn't work out before. That thing's gone. That chance is gone. Don't come around this way again. And oh, by the way, I don't think it was much uh, of a coincidence that the defense laid down on the next play and just let the running back Gibson waltz into the end zone because they said, you know what? You're saying that you don't trust us. Uh, to kick it away when it's only a four-point game. You don't trust us to get a stop and get the ball back to the offense and give them a chance to try and drive down and get the game-winning touchdown. Since you don't trust us, we're going to lay down. That's what they did, and that's part of the reason why I think that game got incredibly ugly. Well, let me ask you this one more question here, and 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 then I'll let Garrett or Tom ask, because I feel like I always kind of box you in when we get you on the segment. With, with what I saw Aaron Rodgers do last night, to me, and, and I've always said this, I think he is right there in the conversation of the best of all time. Is Mike McCarthy really a good coach, or, or, or was he really good because he had maybe the greatest of all time playing quarterback for him? Uh, I agree with you, Coach. I do think that that Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest talents at the quarterback position. But you and I both know that that talent isn't enough. You know, Aaron Rodgers has his little um, uh, quirky ways. You know, he gets sideways with fellow players and, and fellow coaches. That happens with that guy. But you got to figure out a way to get the best out of that talent. McCarthy did it once. You can't take that away from him. He didn't just get him to the playoffs. He didn't just get him to a conference championship. They won the whole dang thing. You know how hard that is. Cowboy fans know how hard that is. Hadn't happened in a quarter of a century around here. So I can't take that away from him, Coach. I understand what you're saying, right? But I still don't think anyone could have coached Aaron Rodgers to that level. That's just not how that league works to me. Joe, we were uh, we, we were talking about it earlier. In the Minnesota game, that was a defense that was aggressive. They attacked. They went and created turnover situation. And then Thursday, I, I, I mean, so the Cowboys play Washington on the road a few weeks ago, and Washington runs up and down the football field on them. And, and you know, we all said, "Hey, they have injuries on the defensive side of the football." Well, yesterday they had, or Thursday they had 182 yards rushing. Their 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 back averages over five yards a carry. They did basically the same thing they did three or four weeks ago. They ran the ball right at the teeth of the Dallas defense. 
Yeah, I think that's one of those things where when this defense is just flying around with their hair on fire and they're just going crazy and nuts and they've got all the energy and everything, that's what we saw against the Vikings. And, and they were able to, to make that work against Dalvin Cook, who's one of the best in the business, right? Mm-hmm. So but when they don't do that and it's three and a half days after you've played the last game, those Thursday games, you don't have the same juice, you don't have the same level, and it just gets completely exposed, right? So it's like they've got to redline that damn engine to get any kind of output to get down the track, right? And if they're not just pushing as hard as they can, it's ugly, and and that's what we saw. They also played a football game after the death of of a football coach, and, and that cannot be overlooked. No, I agree. I agree, right? Um, Sean Lee's literally in tears right before that game, you guys. I mean, he is in tears talking to the group. Um, I, I think that, and Coach knows this from being in locker rooms a whole lot more than, than I, that emotion can go kind of either way. You know, it can lift you up, especially early in the game, but you've got to be fearful that it drains you, right? Because when, whenever you play football games, at some point – that that initial burst of energy, emotion, whatever you're feeling, that's going to subside. It's time to play football, right? And while I think, you know, they had that really good uh, emotional burst early, with it being a short week, I think it may have caught up with them, right? They didn't play very good football. Um, that's part of it. But, but there were a lot of things working against them as well. Hey, Joe, we, uh, we appreciate the time. We know you're busy, and uh, thanks so much for being with us. And, and we'll talk to you again soon. Fourth member of our team, by the way, Joe Trahan right there. Appreciate it, man. You know, that's so cool. I appreciate that. You know, it's the big right-hander, man. Just let me know when you need me to come out the bullpen. <laughs> I'm coming out, and I'm firing, all right? I'm there for you. Amen, brother. Hey, appreciate your time. We'll see you soon. All right. Y'all be good. Thanks. Talk Bye. To you.